Man, this guy has slept around. Welcome to another episode of This Goose is Cooked, Celebrity Book Edition, where we review books intended for our future generations. Today's book, Goodnight Astronaut, by Scott Kelly, illustrated by Izzy Burton, published by Random House Children's Books. For those who don't know Scott Kelly, he's a retired astronaut and naval aviator. He's been on four space flights. His last mission to space lasted a whole year. Don't confuse Scott Kelly with Mark Kelly, who is his identical twin brother, who is also a retired astronaut and now a U.S. Senator from Arizona. Goodnight Astronaut is Scott Kelly's life story on all the places he slept. Yeah. There's not much more to it. Where will he sleep? Well, I hope you don't mind, roommates, because we're going with him. The autobiography jumps right into it, with Scott claiming he came out of the womb ready for exploration. And he addresses the identical twin thing right off the bat. And you can see him and his brother when they were running around the backyard with cardboard boxes around their heads. With the cardboard boxes on their heads, They don't look all that ready for exploration. They look like they're more ready to get themselves wrapped up in some Amazon passive income Ponzi scheme that they saw on Instagram. We then see Scott and Mark being put to bed by their mom, and she gives them some cheesy bullshit line about daring to dream and that they can be anything they want or some shit. I'm sorry, with as bald as those two are now, there is no way either could become president. So their mom is a liar. The family reminiscing continues when he talks about sleeping in a treehouse and on a boat with his family. He does a piss poor job of trying to relate this to being in space, but I'll give him credit for trying. He says, quote, Beds are boring, but sleeping high off the ground, snug in our bags like cocoons, takes us a step closer to the moon. End quote. I'm sorry, but being six feet off the ground isn't getting you any closer to the moon. It does get you closer to a broken wrist. The sleeping adventures continue with camping and then when he goes to school. I'm going to guess it's naval school because he's in a triple bunk on a ship. This is reference number two to him on or around water. Is he becoming a marine biologist or an astronaut? Let's get to space already. Now he's on a submarine and he has to divide up sleeping time with someone else, because they don't have enough beds on those things. Sounds brutal. Also, him on or in water reference number three. I will say, this guy has lived a pretty interesting life. He flew Tomcats off of naval carriers. How good was he at this? I don't know. Quote, In a cockpit, on a flight deck. Strapped in tight. I stand the alert. But waiting can be tiring, so a quick combat nap keeps me ready to fly whenever and wherever I'm needed. End quote. Sleeping on the job in an airplane in a combat scenario doesn't seem like the safest thing to do. All it takes is for him to have a little sleeping disorder and lash out in his sleep. It would be a disaster. This guy has been everywhere. It jumps rather abruptly to him with a crew sleeping in the Arctic to him sleeping under the sea 
in a special capsule. In the water reference number four. And I don't know if it's because he's been in such tight quarters with so many people his whole life and he pulled out all of his hair, but this is where we first see him as a bald. And I can say, it's awful. I don't get the skinhead look. I'm not saying he has to look like George Costanza, but at least have some stubble like Jason Statham. I mean, it looks like he's trying to murder someone and make sure there's no chance of a hair follicle being left behind. After more mountain and polar exploration, he finally gets to space. Took us a while, but he got there. For a moment there, I thought this was going to turn into the old man and the sea. He discusses living in space for a year with his fellow crew members, and you can see him looking out the space shuttle back down at Earth. This guy can truly say he's seen the whole world. Pun intended. And he accomplished all this with something as debilitating as being bald. The autobiography comes to an end with him telling the reader to get some sleep and calling us future astronauts. I don't have a goal of becoming an astronaut, after watching City Slickers 1 and 2, I'm becoming a cowboy. So I'll go to bed when I want. We all know what moral Scott is going for with this one. It's that sleeping is good for you, and it's cool to sleep, so you should too. Sick. Don't care. What I got out of this was, Scott has had a roommate his whole life. In his travels around the world, and to outer space, he's had roommates. And isn't that what an astronaut truly is? A glorified roommate. You travel off planet to be stuck in a little tube with other people for months on end. While most of us, including myself, couldn't do it. Hell, I couldn't handle one roommate in a spacious Chicago apartment, let alone being confined in space with multiple people. I would go insane having to deal with all their quirks like the one guy leaving too much body hair behind in the bathroom. Or the person who snores when they sleep. Or the guy who gags himself every time he brushes his teeth, trying to get the back part of his tongue. I couldn't do it. But Scott could, because that's all he knew. And more power to him. He got to see the whole world. For as much time as Scott had to write this book, being up in space for a whole year with nothing to do, I expected more. It was extremely choppy jumping from each point in Scott's life, with little to no transition. But I'll give it to him, Scott's life was entertaining. Izzy's pictures were more garbage, stock celebrity pictures. The only difference this time was Izzy got to vary up the colors because of all the different places Scott slept. I would say if you're interested in sleeping in random places with a lot of people, or want to learn about how astronauts become astronauts, look no further than this read. So on a scale from 1 to 5, I'm going to give this book a 2.4. I'll have a taste, push it around, and go back for another bite. This Goose is Cooked, Celebrity Book Edition. Join us next time for another in-depth book review.